great. over a goddamn tweet about it. Oh, you God. Like, it would, would, would oh, have yeah. a promotion, man. Especially yeah. if it was on your podcast. It would be fun. Well, here we are. So, welcome out. Wichita to show number what? 26? 26? Yeah, 26. This is awesome. Yeah. We even look how professional we look now. We even have. Yeah, we upgraded Mike's some things. That I will constantly play with during this entire episode. So oh. forgive me for that. Owen sent me a thing about proximity miking, and I was like, "Dude, I'm already on this. We got uh, I'll get the arms already. I got the arms like last month." So yeah, so, bear so we're with finally us trying it. Bear with us as we're trying to figure it all out. But hopefully, our audio will be a lot better. It's, it's a great setup. Man. And as we also awesome. realize how oh, to turn and look at people and still keep that mic on us. <laughs> hey, I was told to get lost. So bad taxidermy every time. So we're bad fresh taxi. off the we're fra- we're fresh off the swine fest. So that was a pretty awesome thing that happened last weekend. I, yes. mean, I had a good time. You were on day three of that. Yes, I was out. I was out day two at the brickyard. Um, I came a little bit for the beginning of uh, the first day, but I had to get on out of there. I had my kids the first day, but right. How was I? Didn't get to the cotillion on the third day. I was. We, I partied late. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all, right, all right. So I want to get into this. But first, let's roll. Oh, the, let's roll this let's graphic. Roll the graphic. Let's roll this graphic. Show everybody where the local oh, shows and, are coming. Oh, and real quick before we roll the graphic, we are always looking for new sponsors. So, um, fresh off PK Pests was our last sponsor. We'd love to have you sponsor the show for um, a month. Um, we have some deals for that, and we also um, have some ideas about maybe even you know, depending on what you're what you are as a sponsor, doing like a podcast on location with you. And uh, you know, advertising your business, and uh, we have a lot of we have a lot of great ideas. So um, if you're interested in that, hit up the Facebook page or hit up and, me or Aaron. And um, if you dig it, this is where your graphic and number. Or yeah, whatever, graphic, this is where it'll run. It's yeah, on this, if on you this. got if you got fucking cups or t-shirts or whatever the hell you got, you know, if you want to, even if you want to like film a, a thirty second spot for us to run before the graphic that we do, we'd be into that. Or if you want me to free ball it like I did with my business. Um, we're in, we're up for anything, and we'd even. I will wear whatever T-shirt you send me. Ah, not me. I'm pretty fucking big. Free most, t-shirts. No. I like free T-shirts, but most times they're not four X or three X tall. So like, I, yeah. I can always find someone to give a T-shirt to, but you know, you can save it on me. All right, so we're gonna roll that graphic. So that was the graphic. Um, yeah. So, so like Austin was saying, we figured out this remote uh, podcasting thing. We tried this at ICT Fest. Yeah. yeah hopefully that content and will be out this week. Yeah. We we have two days of that content. It's going to be like kind of a special edition. Austin and Aaron on location, location. kind of thing. Well, I saw something that you guys were saying that you interviewed like. 25, 25 people, people yeah. for 10, 15 minutes each. Yeah, yeah. it was exhausting. Oh, it was, dude. My my <laughs> mind was fucking exploding. Did you like everyone you interviewed? Uh, for the most part. <laughs> for the most part, yeah. Like some, okay, I see it like this as an interviewer. Um, some interviews are easier than others. Yeah. yeah. Like, dude, it's not usually, especially on, on an event like this, like we didn't really know everybody. Right. So I didn't really get a chance to, to you know, make it determine whether you like them or not. But some interviews are easier than <laughs> yeah. others. So there's some are some are a cakewalk, and some you're you know you're prying information out of them. And yeah. some of those interviews are the funnest though for me too because they really have a lot to say. They just you know not very great at portraying it. So. Yeah, and right. and it's like uh, for for audience advice, if you're ever on a podcast 
elaborate, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It's like, I can ask you a question. I can throw the ball. I can be like, oh, so your band played today. Tell me about that. You have to. It was really back. cool. It, yeah, it was you can't just show. throw it right back to me. Yeah. I mean, I can <laughs> yeah. talk forever, but we're just going to steamroll you and then you're going to be off the show like instantly like, yeah and, and the point of the podcast is like you're trying to showcase a guest yeah and when someone agrees to come on like when i did my podcast during covid when someone agrees to come on you figure that they're going to be like ready to talk about some stuff yeah, like, or at least so. like be candid <laughs> about things so. and i've i had i had a couple where i was like dragging it yeah, out you're like looking like, at the clock geez. like holy yeah. shit but yeah it's, <laughs> oh, we it's had tough. Pro- we had probably out of the two days we even dealt with a little weather adversity on the second day. We did some shit underneath the port, underneath the like the decking there. So we had some cool like move and let's try some shit moments. That was kind of one of my favorites. Yeah, actually. me too. And those guys were really cool. Yeah. So I'm interested to see what that interview looks like, of course. But um, so we, we we really got into a bunch of like moving the shit around. So I was and but like some of them, you were like, God, ten minutes. Can we get there? Yeah, right. <laughs> but, there was, but you'll see. I mean, when you see that many of them. Um, that you get it. Like some of them pop off the screen and some of them won't, but yeah. like even some of the, even some of the, like, yeah, you as a podcast, some of the, like more, some you think of that were more of the mundane interviews turn out to be some of your better ones. Yeah. So you never know. I mean, you just never really know. Well, well, I, yeah. I was doing a, I was doing a podcast with Christian Machado from El Nino. And I was like, like I told you guys before we started, I was stoked to get him on. And we were talking about the music for like the first half of the podcast. And it was like, kind of just, run of the mill like when you get here a football coach interviewed and it's right, just right. this canned yeah. shit you know yeah. and then he's he like the guys that produced my podcast like when he talked about the daughter thing i saw your face and you were that you were gonna go in yeah. and dig and then we started good. talking about personal life relationships with family family law and then yeah the rest of the po- derek was like dude the second half of the podcast was amazing right. first half when you talked about music terrible yeah you should consider and i will tell you kind of got to get through on that note yeah, before i the, forget he makes a great point that i want to elaborate on <clears throat> a lot of times when you're dealing with an interview especially if someone you don't know but you maybe know of them and know of their art <laughs> as a podcast watcher please watch the whole interview because they tend to unfold later in the interview yeah, right. into something great well they I end know, up getting comfortable they do and everybody and you got to realize that a lot of people even if they're musicians are not always comfortable doing an interview especially with people they don't know like they're not always they know me and you yeah. So, like, I, I would always say to anybody watching any podcast, give it give it some time. You really, you know, you get about twenty minutes in, the podcasts get really great. Podcasts are, are tough because of the attention span of where we are now. It's like you have to capture someone in three seconds, or they're gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they are. They they're really thumbing are. right by it. They and really it's are. like, and podcasts are so like immersive. And I listen to podcasts all the time because I like to hear about artists i like to hear what scientists have to say about this topic i like i mean i like to hear that stuff because i have a huge commute for work each way and i listen to a ton of music obviously but you know i get sick of that and i start to listen to podcasts i can't listen to music all the time i can't either like there's some days i'm like i just i would just like to hear a chill conversation about something i was on an npr kick for a good long time yeah you know just listening to listen to the rotation very home companion whatever you know Five. Lower the mic a little bit. Okay. Well, and keep moving <laughs> oh, you can with me. where you turn and look. I'm so, like this? Yeah. Yeah. yeah you just hold it right there the whole time. Yeah. 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 I don't, now I don't know what to do with my hands. But yeah. Okay. <laughs> just keep them on the mic like, like this. Yeah. yeah. The whole time. Like just yeah. white knuckle it the whole yeah. fucking time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Super nervous, red, <laughs> yeah. sweaty. Yeah. Yeah. Just one arm, like, yeah, like cocked weird. Oh my God. <laughs> 
about? What the fuck are we talking about? I don't know. Oh, talk radio. That's that's what I like about podcasts too, because you can. Well, if you really want to know about a subject, like if you're not just like getting, it's, it is hard to sell the podcast premium to like just the, especially the young market, because it's a long form conversation. But really, it is a very important medium that needs to be promoted. I agree. Because you really get to learn about the person you get to really it's not like a quick like what's your what was your influences what's your dad like and where'd you come from and yes. this and that and the other and bye like those are very informal um piece of shit interviews like yeah. those are the old like radio interviews that you would go do at five o'clock in the and they morning. still do it they yeah. do and it works for promotion i get why they do it because people listen to the fucking radio still but i don't it doesn't work on me <clears throat> you know like what like it doesn't work on you probably but like sometimes i'm like i don't care what you know, the dude from the Deftones is saying about the new record or the, the canned, like, well, it it's is. the same thing. It's like a head football coach. It's like, well, you know, we came out here to play our Yeah, you, it's like insert, yeah, insert, to, insert normal shit that you say libs, here. You know yeah, it mean? is. And it's like, you, you just want to, it's like, let us in on your personality. Let us yeah. get to know you. Yeah. When I, I know that person sells. and I'm listening to their music, it means something different to me. Right. Well, and I might hear it now. Yeah. Oh, now I know you. Well, I feel I know you personally. Right. And. Now I can kind of hear that thing that he was talking about. Okay. I'll, There's been podcasts yeah, with it, artists man. that I would have mm-hmm. never listened to before. And then I heard them on a podcast and I was like, I'm going to go listen to their entire library and see if I like it because I really like that. Person. I like the guy. This and guy's like a good the, guy. I want to support his art now. Right. Yeah, like that, that works. chick was super open and just told a candid story that she didn't have to tell. Right. Right. Like, <laughs> I, and she told it and she's telling it in her songs. And like, that might not be my style of music, but because I liked her as a person, I'll go listen to and it. And you can you know? appreciate it now too a little more and under, like you said, understand well, it. Well, yeah. well, podcasts, I think it broke that traditional mode of like an interview, you know, that, that mold of like, okay, so I'm going to ask you these questions. Right. And anything you want to bring up, let's just talk about that for a minute. Okay. <laughs> and, and let's just make this all work. You know, podcasts are kind of like, I mean, it's nice so to have something this to promote, post, but it's know? more, we just want to talk to you. I mean, that's yeah, I, I don't like, no. I, I mean, obviously promotion is important and you have to, and I'm a, yeah. I'm a fucking, I promote hard. Well, it's a platform. Let's use it. Yeah, you have to. But at the same time, it's like, it's not all it is. And it's like, I, I hired a publicist for one of our releases and I did a ton of interviews and most of them were, can you tell me about your influences? Better, when did yeah. you start playing music? Yeah. Who's your favorite band? If you could tour with one band, who would it be? And it's yeah. like, I get it. Those are cool questions, but like. Those are questions that, believe it or not, your public does want to know. When you're doing to. 20 days yeah. of interviews in a row, right. it's the same ones. You're like, so, so, so I did a little bit of media training out in L.A. Uh, oh, there, school, there, school. So basically the big takeaway was you direct them. They just got this thing. That is like your bio, your EPK, basically. Okay, mm-hmm. they got your EPK, but that's all they know about you, you know. And so that's what they're going to ask about. You have to direct the the interview, it's you know. True. So if they say something like, uh, "So what are your influences?" You steer it away from like, "Oh man, I really listen to a lot of Black Sabbath and blah blah blah." You know, you steer it away from there, and you'd be like, "Man, I'm influenced by like kind of the real things in life, and we we, we got some sadness in this world, and I kind of blah blah blah." And you know what I mean? You have to steer it because they're not going to. Some, some people, I feel like some, I feel like some people come into an interview or something like that and they like mail it in a little bit mm. because it, I guess I can't imagine what it would be like to be at that level. 
where you're doing it, where, you know, you're on a 120 day run and you're doing it every morning, 90 oh, mornings so out of it. And you just, just got done playing three o'clock. In the right. Morning. And so like, <laughs> no wonder the dude has sunglasses on. No yeah. wonder he's in a crap mood. And you're asking him the same yeah. damn questions that 60 other people asked him for two months straight. Like and it, it, and it, those, it, and those turn wear into, you out. And those turn into like uneventful, un, uninspiring interviews. Unless you're Tom Waits. <laughs> you, you ever see that shit? No. no Dude, Tom it. Waits. Like, he, he's the best interview ever. If you ever get a chance, you at home, Google Tom Waits interviews. Like They're like, so, uh, uh, Tom, where, where are you from? Uh, I'm at the corner of Bedlam and Squalor. So you just, you know, he just, he fucks, just a wild ass He just interview. would fuck with you. Yeah. Well, at, least, and, at least he'd have some fun with it. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. I, 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 I just think it's... Uh, I don't know in the world that we live in now like if you're trying to make music and you're trying to get people to listen to what you have to say or anything like that like they have to know who you are yeah you know this the day these days that's what it takes you have to get people like not not the cliche engagement but you have to get people like to engage with you and believe that you're putting your heart and soul out there and that you're because you can't get away with being a piece of shit anymore no you can't that's you, one you thing that is out, nice about, that is one yeah. thing nice yeah. about um like social media and phones and shit like the real pieces of shit get exposed now yeah like if you i mean everybody's a piece of shit sometimes everybody has a bad fucking it's a double-edged sword it it is like so depending on how far off the rails you go i mean you don't get to go crazy but like everybody has a bad day and doesn't always treat people with the most respect they could but for the most part if you're a good person everybody knows if you're a piece of shit everybody knows yeah and and i think you've done a really good job of um promoting yourself You, you you came to wichita as a solo artist yeah. Now you're playing with one of the biggest biggest bands in, and it's your name on the bill. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm from Omaha, Nebraska, yeah. but I, I've even thought I'm like, man, as we get the band going, because it's it's changed. Of course. It's morphed like crazy. And I get with people and like I I you know, they're my best friends. Well, and this is to your credit. If it changed, that means that you're listening to the people around you. Yeah. You're not just steamrolling them saying, this is my band. Oh, yeah. Fucker. No way. Yeah. No yeah. way, yeah. shape, or form. Yeah. It was, it That's was, to your credit. I, it yeah, was a, it was nice a completely organic yeah. thing. And it's like, okay, I know Jason's a tech metal beast. Yeah. He could play blue. I mean, he could play anything, yeah. but, you know, he's a beast. But he's going to be comfortable here. Yeah. You and know? I know what, I know, you know, I know what Buona and Shane are capable of because yeah. I've been on the road with them for years. And then Chris came in and he's freaking amazing. And it's like, okay, when we're jamming these songs, even they're the ones that I wrote acoustic, when I have these musicians putting their spin on it, it changes everything. And it's like, am I going to be the guy that like pushes against the universe? Or am I going to just accept like, you know what? That dude is way better at guitar than me. I'm going to start letting him write the guitar parts. And and even if that's different than your traditional brand, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's starting. That's, I mean, I think that shows in your uptick and your success. I, 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 do, I really like, I've really tried hard to make it like not an ego thing. Like, I've tried it. We try to talk really openly, and everybody knows where everyone stands all the time. And like, I realize that I'm in a room with people that the people in my band, like, I, I always tell them, I'm like, I'm the worst musician in the Instagram band. <laughs> I love that position. <laughs> you I'm know what cool. I mean? Yeah. And, and it, because I truly feel like every time I get in a room with them, although they are my best friends and I love them more than anything in the world, like, they push me. They make me feel like if, if I don't practice this week, Jason's going to call my ass out. 
Always to yeah. the edge of your ability. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And, well, and then, you know, that's if what I'm, I'm singing terribly, Juana's like, hmm, you're depressed, aren't you? <laughs> like they know yeah, me yeah. now and we know each other well enough to where we're like trans, yeah. you know, we're very transparent with how we feel about things, <laughs> yeah. how we do stuff. And it's like, it's just, it's beautiful when you have that kind of chemistry, you know? Right. And I, I've been blessed to play with those guys. I mean, I, every time I walk in a room, I'm like, why do these people fucking play with me? What, what made you <laughs> go from the solo act to the band? It just kind of, is it just this organic thing? That I, happened, it, it really was, man. Like I got, I got offered a show in Winfield at the duck jam. Nice. And it was, and, but the, the gal that hit me up to book, it was like, we want you to play duck jam and we want you to represent the rock, you know, the, the acoustic rock genre but we would like you to play it with a band. And up until then, I'd only been a solo act. You know, Shane would join me on stage with a cajon every once in a while. Right. Juana would come sing vocals, whatever. But most of the time I was doing it solo. And she's like, we want you guys to play. Or we want you to play. I say you guys now because I'm used to that. But like, it was just me at that time. And I'm and there's like, do you have a band? And I was like, yeah, I didn't have a band. I had a band in my mind, but I thought if this ever, if this opportunity presented itself, I would call them immediately. So I called them. Everybody showed up to all of their credit. Hell yes. Showed up like professionals. That's nice. That's nice. And, and I, I, it was every single person was my first choice. First person that I thought of. They all said yes. They all showed up with great attitudes. Badass. And we played the show and it was interesting. And there were some videos that came out and we started to get some like people were like, man, this is great. This is a direction that you should go. And I was like, okay, well, if we can get any other shows, then we'll yeah. do it. And then we got the Daughtry show and then we got Candlebox and then we got all that stuff. And it was like <laughs> the universe. So you start a band and now you're opening up for and they, and they, awesome. I mean, the, the, and it was a, it was a running joke. Yeah. I was like, you guys join the band and your first show is freaking opening for Daughtry, you know? And for me, it was surreal. But it was it was such a cool experience because we all went into it with really a really pure heart and there was really awesome communication from everybody throughout the entire thing. And it it it, it morphed into that. And then I previously the reason I'd been in a ton of bands before and pre previously the reason that I had decided to go solo was because I got so sick of dealing with members. I got so sick of dealing with drama all day, man. people that didn't take it as seriously as me. I got to come pick you up. I got to buy your gear. I got to make sure you're not on drugs <laughs> yeah, when you yeah. play. Oh I got to yeah. do this. I got that. a baby in one. And I just, I mean, honestly, I think I went through so much of that that I thought that's just how it was. And then I got this group together and it was like, it's not like that. We can get together in a room and bounce things off each other and be like this unit that it's magic you know that's professional yeah that's, that's really interesting but it's magic yeah you know? exactly that's interesting to hear you say because coming from the omaha music scene like um i've always had the impression of omaha's music scene being like more developed than wichita's you know what i mean when i was and there not i was there during the saddle creek explosion when they had connor oberst bright eyes all right. that stuff was getting right. really big you know i was 20 and i played in a rap metal band <laughs> and yeah. I was the only and it what was, was the, the name of that band Normandy Circle <laughs> and it was the first right. band you know I ever played in I, I played one semester of college football and got my head kicked in and I was like you know what I don't want to do this anymore fuck this yeah I'm gonna go back to Omaha I'm gonna do this band shit that I've been wanting to do with my buddies we're gonna write some tunes and we're gonna go play and we went out and played and we did we did pretty well but 
everyone in Omaha hated us. <laughs> they, our shows were packed, but everyone in Omaha hated us. I mean, it, it was at that time, it was at MySpace. People were commenting on oh, your yeah, MySpace yeah. and talking trash on you. Like, I'm moving you out of my top six now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or whatever. Move down, <laughs> yeah buddy. You're yeah. down, buddy. Oh, yeah. You're back just in the Friends catalog Dude, now. I, we, we gave up on MySpace too early. That was a great. We problem. did. I liked MySpace. I feel oh, like yeah. we should bring back the... Top friends thing, yeah. That was, <laughs> like on Facebook, like well, your you top can, eight friends, and I feel like almost well, you did can that favorite, for you. You can favorite <laughs> friends on Facebook, so you yeah. see their posts first. And I, I, I do that. I do that most of the time. But on on MySpace, there was no passive aggressive about it. Yeah, it was it's like, like Dusty's hey. top eight friends are these guys, and <laughs> yeah. I'm not in there. What's up, bro? What's up, man? <laughs> we just drank a beer last week, and you're not... you pissed at me. What's up? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. You'd be like, all right, we gotta have, we have to address it. You know, but. but no, uh, uh, Omaha it's has like, like great Steve players, Ballinger. great. Uh, they have a great music scene. I'm, they do. I, they have a cool I, I really downtown. Like I like Omaha boomed when they got all that fucking oh. oil money. I used oh, to go. Bro. I've been Which going to Omaha downtown. since I was a kid playing yeah. baseball there, mm. and that place used to be just as desolate as Wichita, and now it's fucking amazing. Oh, I, dude, it's I grew up, I grew up in West Omaha, and when I go back there, like I haven't been back for a couple of years, but when I go back there and where I used to live. I don't even recognize the place. No, it is. That city has been boomed, blown oh, up by so much money. There's like millions of people oh, in Omaha now. Oh yeah, tons and of the money. Te- I mean, I went to all the, the PayPal money's there now. Uh, I mean, there's big tech money. Yeah, there's stuff. big tech my, my money buddy, there now and stuff. Yeah. I went to because I went to just a couple years ago. A buddy of mine had a. Uh, 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 Warren uh, Buffett's there. Uh, yeah, exactly. There's a there's in a, a very small house. The Oracle of Omaha. She had very small house. My ass. You should see the fucking neighborhood. That you can't even. It, there's uh, a gated community to that nah, neighborhood. Dude, well, well, I know. I know his neighborhood, and it's like he doesn't live in a huge house. He, he lives, lives in kind you, of a modest house. If you're around Omaha, like people say, yeah. even though that dude has seven zillion dollars, like yeah. you see him at a, you see him. <laughs> You're getting used to them boom yeah, I know. We got, we're going to have to uh, bear with us as we fuck with they're this. They're going to have to drop in from the ceiling. Yeah, we'll have to figure something out. Because he wants to hold his drink here. So. <laughs> I want, I want, that's where my arm goes, I can't, man. Well, like, I've been trying. You want me to hold it? Yeah, I had a buddy that was like, I don't know, it was maybe a basketball <laughs> game or something in Omaha. And he's like, and I was taking a leak. And I looked next to me and there was Warren Buffett. Yeah. Right. And he's like, but he was wearing... Like SEC Security Exchange Commission sweatpants that they gave him. Right. Out at a freaking Division One college basketball game, he's wearing free sweatpants. Yeah. And that's why he has yeah. $7 zillion. Every, he, he's fairly modest. That's what I'm telling you. His house ain't as big as you want to think. No. You know, like. I know Omaha's fucking cool as shit now, though, because he's yeah. there and all the oil money's there. Because I, I used to play baseball there. Because we always play in the Omaha Super Series. You get, you go play baseball there and you play all, all through Omaha. And then you, they give you free tickets for your team to go watch the College World Series of what's going on at that time at Rosenblatt Stadium. Amazing. Yeah, and it was a blast. And I loved going to Omaha. And then I went back to Omaha as an adult like four years ago for a buddy of mine's bachelor party. And we went to the College World Series on the night that the Royals were playing a game. Completely there. different experience. Completely huh? different oh, yeah. experience. Hipsters I know. everywhere. Well, yeah, we ate, it, we ate it fucking yeah. Jay, we ate it Jay Gilbert's across from the place. We had a, like a you know, $2,000 meal with like 14 of us. Like, it's bougie there now. Yeah. I was oh, like, yeah. God, like, this place is like a whole different scene from what I remember. Yeah, I was talking to my wife and I'm like, we should, you know, sometime we should get an Airbnb. And I'm from Omaha, you know, we should That's take, what we did. We we should we should take the boys, get an Airbnb down yeah. by the zoo, 
because Omaha has oh, one of the zoo best. Is killer. They oh, have zoo. one of the best zoos. I've never in been the to world. their zoo. I've always wanted. I think to go. They, I think they might have the number. The top five. They're a top five. Yeah, zoo. they're yeah. a top yeah. five zoo in the country. Yep, yeah, they are. And it was amazing as a kid to be there all the time and just be able to go to the zoo on Saturday. We're and you're like, zoo. Oh my god, we were in a freaking rainforest with alligators yeah. and crazy shit going on. And I looked up the Airbnbs down by the zoo, and they're like seven hundred dollars a night. I'm like, oh no. my god, I will, no, dude! I will try. To, are, I yeah. will try to get you this information. I don't know if you quite need this big of one, but we rented one that was about like. 20. I got a lot of kids, bro. So we rented one that was twenty five minutes outside of Omaha. It was kind of like out in like the fucking forest, like out in the prairie, and it was on like five acres. It had a burn pit. It had horseshoes. It had a three two. It had three par three golf course holes on it That's like it was the coolest airbnb because we rented the guy rented it for a bachelor party so we were there for like four days this is fucking getting trash and like the, i don't know how many it slept i think there was 14 or 15 of us total you probably could have slept another five or six so warren buffett's airbnb is cooler than his house yeah, yeah, but it, yeah it, it was is. just this really cool fucking country home out that had all kinds of like outside amenities to do lots of fun stuff there. And it was like a 25 minute drive to get to the downtown Omaha. From yeah. there. So it was really what you want. Kind of, it was really kind of the best of both worlds. We had a blast. We've got to party and play fucking cornhole tournaments and stuff out there for his thing. And then go into the town and fuck off. And Omaha is a cool town. It really is. But, but, really but, but, is. but that's, that's kind of what I'm saying though, is like you would expect Omaha to have a better music scene. And, I, and I've been in that music scene a little bit and Wichita has just as much talent arguably sometimes better uh -huh, we're better Omaha, and, off. but but there's a visibility thing you know what i mean like yeah we get to Omaha's on the map it has a little bit more money <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> omaha had their chance we yeah, got him now you know we had yeah we in omaha you had like 311 that's right and they got huge huge and then you had the saddle creek movement which was bright eyes connor oberst all those guys and i know i keep saying the names but that really wasn't my jam back then i was listening to down you know, I was listening. I recorded in Bright Eyes taking, Studio. Yeah, I was taking yeah. bong hits yeah. and listening to Down at that time. I wasn't listening to Bright Eyes. Right. You know what I mean? Right, but right, at right. that time, that was what was getting popular. And we would play these big shows and we'd play these big rock and metal shows as a rap metal band and everyone hated us, but they were always fucking packed. And, but nobody ever talked about that part of the scene. And it was always like the indie hipster scene kind of like overtook everything there People support in omaha though a little bit more than they do here and that's and, true and, and that's going to be a difference that i'm is that what it is yeah well that, that's You're a right. different but but, more but money there that's what it is and there's better promotion there i'll say that you know it's, fix it's, that it, problem we keep getting in this well but, but because it's because it, it, it's a reoccurring problem the promotion in wichita limits us the the talent can be amazing doesn't matter if nobody knows where to find you or how to listen happens, to you or, or how easy is it to buy tickets how easy is it for this how easy for the like for most I, people it should be pretty goddamn easy I, dude, I, see, like I, I yeah, see, yeah but, but you're not going to look for them if you don't know it no true true and you know i see I mean? a ton of hella talented bands that just don't have it together on the promotion side of it that's what i mean and you're an amazing artist and you have amazing music but you have to tell people about it. Yeah, there's another step involved, man. You don't get to just play it. You're it's competing. equally as an exhausting step. I feel like that's the thing. It's a lot of people don't want to. That's the worst. That's the worst People act like like as I try to promote the, the podcast. And exhausting. It's yeah, and it's you horrible. feel annoying about it too. You feel like you're like being a pest about it too. Sometimes I'm beyond that. Uh, I heard it. I heard it. I heard a Jamie Jossa interview. And they were like, "Dude, you're constantly promoting shit. Can you just talk about anything?" And Jamie Jossa was like, "I." 
have been promoting and I'm going to stay promoting. Yeah. It's like all the artists out there. If you feel like you're annoying people, keep going. That's what keep I Keep promoting. Yeah. Always be promoting. If you feel like you're annoying be, people, you're just getting started. You're doing the that's right. What, yeah, I mean, yeah, honestly, that's, that's I tell artists the same thing every time they act like, are you, is it annoying to have me post this flyer? I'm like, no, dude, give it to me. I'll post it. Come on, come on. Let's go. Let's go. I don't I give mean, a the, fuck. I'll the, post the, it for you. I'll the, like the and thing, share it, man. I don't care. The, the whole thing is saturation. Um, and, and I feel this about the music business too. Okay. You just have to be seen enough. Your name has to be around their head about 10, 15 times. They have to see your name before they ever go. All right. All right. I give in. Who is this? Right. You know, and, and, and that can be a consumer. That can be a record exec. That could be a it's manager, same thing. an agent. That's anybody. Agent. That's anybody. anybody. But, but they have to know that your name's out there and that you're putting your name out there. You know, because the music business anymore, I don't think they go out seeking talent. That's not, not a all. thing they do. They no, 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 no. It. It's not a no, fucking thing. It's real. Dude, they're waiting, not on real. A, they're waiting on a, they want you or me or whoever it is. They want us to be established to the point where they know they can make money on they're it. They're buying businesses. But exactly. They're, they're buying businesses. They're not investing You're in them. You're 100% right. They're not right. investing in them anymore. They're buying no. them now. No, they're not, no. They're not developing. You, on, you develop your shit. You develop your shit. And you figure it out. You guys, that's great. And, and I'll yeah. buy onto that. And I can trim the fat on my side with overhead. I don't yeah. have to pay you. In, uh, I don't have to yep. pay you enough. I can launch you into multinational and if you kick an ass promotion, and if you're yeah. kicking ass promotion wise as a solo artist there are as the artist of your band and you're someone's pushing it they're loving you yeah because yeah. you they got a self-promotion they, they the got work. self-promotion already locked down they don't have to do the work yeah I, like I, I i mean i love the promotion part of it and i have a background in marketing and stuff we'll take a, zip. We'll take and, a little zip and, here. I, and i've been and i've been um you know for like the last i don't know year or so been working on promotion projects for bands like bands will bring me in and say, Hey, we have a single hitting radio this day. We have a video hitting this day. We want you to take this, build the marketing materials. We want you to set up all of our out now posts, run ads for us, set up our songs to make sure they release on the right day oh at my the God. right fucking oh my time. God. How hard is all that? Of that? But there's a lot of stuff like there's a lot of factors involved in that. Like some of the bigger stuff that I've well, done. And, and as I continue to do it, it gets bigger which is weird for me because I'm like, I'm sitting at my computer, but it feels really cool to have my hands in these promotion projects, yeah. helping these bands in their, in their weak spots with promotion. We, we definitely got to talk. Cause that, cause that's a big part of what we're trying to do is the same thing. That's the hole I feel in, in, in Wichita getting it to people. Well, well getting a band to realize that they aren't going to go anywhere else besides playing music. Unless you buckle down on the business end. Yeah. You know, and, and I know that sucks. I get it. Nobody wants that job. But in, until you do it, you don't get to play that music for a living. Somebody's going to no. have to drive and that car. And, 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 you get, and you get a lot of like, I get it. I, I mean, I get hit all the time because I'm pushing. And I'm pushing and I'm pushing and I'm pushing. And I'm pushing get, I get it too. Pushing. I even get it too with and the backlash I, from the podcast. Some people are like... Play? I'm like, fuck off, dude. I'm it's just like listening to the podcast. Because they're mad at you because you're investing in your craft more than they are. Ain't yeah, that funny? Really it's like, dude, I, I, don't, I don't like, I don't know you a fucking explanation you're, for you're, that. Your jealousy doesn't get to dictate my moves. No. You know what I'm I mean? Sorry, I didn't hit fucking send, yeah. man. I only like, type this out. I work a full time job just like everybody else. I work a fucking 55, 60 hour week. But when I get off work, 
my other full-time job kicks in and it's time to start pounding. Right, I'm right. sitting at work when I have a break and I'm writing lists of shit that I need to do when I get home before my kids get home from their class. Right. Before yeah. this or that. And I'm dancing between the raindrops all the time. Yeah. All the time. Like to the point of obsession. Yeah. To where I push it, and then other people don't push it that hard, but they're mad at me because I'm getting opportunities that they don't get. Well, yeah. you, it's because you're, you're, you're throwing off around, the curve. Yeah, you're sitting around well, waiting for it to fall in your lap. Yeah, while you're sitting, I'll go get it. Yeah, yeah. and a lot of that, re- a lot if of that is like, always a reflection of like you guys touched on, is them being under, being mad at themselves for not doing the same thing. Yeah, a lot of times off get, the like jealousy is that almost so, to a T. Like I'm just mad because I sh- like ah, why didn't I do that? Like it's yeah. a lot of like and, that's well, and, again, I, and I will present to those people that say ah, why don't I do that? You still can. It doesn't, yeah, it ain't too nothing, late. Not stopping you. There's nothing original. Nobody's stopping you. There's nothing you. about what any no, of us. I, I want to help you. Exactly. There's nothing about other, other than yeah. the music that you're making and our shows that we are making. There's nothing original about the promotion. Or the likes and clicks and clips and stuff that we're doing. You guys can all, everybody can do this shit too. This whole thing been done before, man. It's all been done before. I have data on all the projects I've worked on and these managers and like, I've had a a, a thing lately where like I'm working with their team. And I don't get to talk with their artists. I get to talk with the managers and the promotion people because they're bands. That's fair. They're dudes that are freaking busy. Yeah. That's fair. And they don't handle it. And they right. don't give a shit about it. And they're like, well, if you just, just make sure someone has the ads running. Make sure the song drops at this day. Make sure this is this. We're yeah. on tour with this artist. Yeah. Dusty, We're doing our shit out here, man. Dusty, make sure this shit is set up. Yeah. Yes, sir. Well, it'd be not, I do mean, I trust you to do you it? You hope everybody yes. hope have you always to that done spot. It. There we go. You yes, hope you man. get to that spot where somebody will take care of that shit for you. Well, yeah, I would love it if I yeah. never had to touch yeah. another TikTok or another yeah, reel that would be or nice. any of that or shit. Just, or nice. just more like oversee it than actually have to we do all of it. <laughs> exactly, dude. I mean, I mean, we, where's the great social media people in this town that would take care of some of that shit? We'd love to hear from you. But the funny thing about a funny thing about parlaying this into uh, a release, you got a song coming out. This, yeah, this 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 will be out this the, Friday. The, this will be out the Thursday after the song release, but. As we're filming it, it's coming out on the 30th? September thirtieth. Yeah, yeah. thirtieth. Nice. Yeah, I think I'm okay, man. It's a by far the heaviest thing I've ever put out. It's by far the angriest thing I've ever put out. It's probably the most honest thing I've ever put out. There you go. And so, is this something you had pre-written before the full band, or is this something you no, wrote collaboratively? This with is the band? this is something that Jason sent me because Jason and I, since he came on board, he's a great songwriter and he's an amazing guitar player. And I have no problem saying that he is a million years better than me at guitar. I could never hope to play as well as he plays. So it's like, if you have some ideas for riffs, bro. He's awesome, man. Uh, we're we're, we're talking about Jason Catlett, Magnitude Jason Creative. Jason Catlett, yes. yes. And he's oh, been amazing. working with me on the amazing. promotion projects and graphics, too, yeah. and stuff. And like we're kind of like starting this promotion business together also. Um, Excellent. But he and I are on the same wavelength a lot. And we have a, a, come to find yeah. out, like we we became really close friends. We've always been close friends since I moved here. But like even after Kenny's death, we've become even closer friends and we've leaned into each other. And he's been a support yeah. system of mine and I've been a support system of his. And we talk to each other really openly. And he wrote this and he's like, I don't know, man, this might be a little heavy for what we're trying to do or whatever. And I'm like, dude, I used to be in metalcore bands and scream my ass off. Like, like, yeah, yeah, like we're good. I kind of like the heavy music with a singer that's singing to it. And still, to me, I want to hear the lyrics. That's what this is. And I I started getting like, 
I don't know, man. I started feeling like some hate from even like people in my personal life, my family, people saying like, you know, this is a pipe dream, this music thing for you. You're too old. Mm -hmm. You're not good looking enough. You don't have cool hair. You don't have this, that, the other thing. Like as an artist, you understand you you get that heat from your family, from your dude, friend. Dude, I've, like, I've got that same heat for this podcast. Oh, like, you're trying to do this now? He's just dreaming. You're trying to do this now? I've got that same you shit. You totally get it. I'm it's like, the seriously? Same, it's, the like, exact, it's the same exact thing. I want to drop something on you real quick, man. John John says this, our our sound guy that we don't let on camera, but he has a mic. <laughs> Bad taxidermy. Um, so <laughs> he's a big video game nerd, and he says that you know you're going the right direction when you run into the enemies. You're right. It you sucks know. when it's from You're your right. own family, though. I mean, like, when it, it's it, from your close people that are like, you know, this is not going to work. There's no money. There's no money in this. There's no... Well, okay. I, I would appreciate some faith. It's, <laughs> you know? I would appreciate it's, the fuck I, off I'm doing this. No, maybe it's not for money. There, there's there's, there's no faith. Yeah. They, yeah. they look at it as, this is this silly pipe dream yeah. that you live. And, you know, that job that you have pays pretty good, so... You should spend you more time at work, your job. Shut, yeah, work yeah. harder, get paid less ultimately mm. if you work mm. harder, yeah. and then go home and be with your family and watch Survivor like everyone else. Yeah, that's what yeah. I, I got. The and I that's, get that same and, and that's just card. do what I do. That's just not me. Roll over. Yeah. No, yeah. Ro I can't. Just, I rolled over for a long anus. time, man. Fuck that. It's just not me. It's not me. And, and I've had I've had friends do it. I've had people in the scene do it to me. I've had people talk shit on me. I've had people do me fucking real dirty and I never say a word about it and I never will because that's not how I choose to go about my business. No. I want to look forward to the future, what I'm doing, what I want to accomplish. And I'm not going to let those people or those issues ever slow me down in any way, shape or form. And that's why you'll it's, be successful. It's fuel. Well, there's no reason to sit and dwell on it. I mean, like there, everything happens for a reason. and You just keep pushing. Yeah. Like so you learn from good, bad, or indifferent. That's all. I and that's what this song is about. Like, dude, I, I wrote, I, when I was writing it, I was like, hella uncomfortable. I was super angry. I've been dealing with a lot of mental health stuff. Yeah, you touched over on the, that. Over over the, and I don't, I don't mind talking about it openly. I don't, well, it, I, I, it I don't, helps to talk about it. I don't it care. You know, like I'm not, I don't, I'm beyond worrying about what people think about how tough I am or any of that. I, I don't care. Right. Amen, brother. Right. I'm a grown ass man. Can we cheers I'm to that? 40, yeah. you know, I'm I got nothing to fucking prove, man. I'm 41 years old. Not to anyone I know. God yeah. damn. Thank and, you for and, that. And, that's and, a cheers. And, and that's that's kind of what this song's about. You know, it's like, man, I, I've i been struggling. I've been pushing. I love this. This is a part of who I am. This is what I do. I still work a job. I'm still a family man. I still work hard. I still have people telling me that I can't. And I love that keep telling me I can't keep telling me I can't you know what I mean it it, it, it just, all it does is fuel me to go harder open your mouth yawn yawn, yawn. Come open on. your mouth Come and on. yawn you know, it's gonna happen too that's what's good but when he, he does yawn you better be on spot I, just, I, can, I just I hate to interrupt you but he just keeps I being might like, reach across if he, he yawns keeps, he keeps just being uncomfortable so I'm like just slowly inching it closer God. to him swear to God but I mean that's what the that's what this song's about it's like I, I when I was writing I was uncomfortable a little bit almost and when i'm writing something and i feel uncomfortable i like force myself to really lean into the discomfort like if i'm writing yeah. something oh, that's, that's making me if, 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 if i'm writing something that's making me uncomfortable i know i'm headed the right direction yeah. when i'm playing a show 
and I feel super nervous and I'm second guessing myself and I hate myself and I'm torturing myself to get ready for it. (laughs) And I, I think I suck. I think I don't belong. None of that. That's when I know like I'm in the right place because that discomfort is what helps you grow. So that pressure does yeah. help you grow. It helps you and makes you be comfortable in those situations in the future. Nothing yeah. grows in the comfort zone. Right. No. Man. I, 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 you can't keep doing the same shit over and over. And, and I have this thing, man. Okay, so I know that when I get over this hard spot, the next one is just, this is just over there a little bit. I don't know when I'm going to hit it, but I will. Yeah. You know, and so I, I think, I think that we all kind of ride a balance. There's like this mean, this, this comfortable, like middle ground. And we go, Really high highs, like I'm hanging out with buddy guy, you know, and then then there's like down no here one. to where like my car run out of gas today. And no one cares. And, you know, and, no, and, one. and no one knows who you it, Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I'm just saying like we kind of ride this thing. So when I go at a bad day, I'm just like, okay, man, I know how this works. Fuck this day. Let's drive it into the ground. Because let's have our bad day, man. If, if today's the day, let's have, have a bad, a day. bad day. And if I can ruin they're this allowed. One, tomorrow's probably. And let's be say better. this. Let's say this. You they're they're fucking allowed. They're allowed. They're allowed. They're allowed. They're allowed. They're allowed. They're allowed. They, it's allowed. I mean, we like, all have them. We, we all do, have them. Sometimes like, you have two bad ones in a row. It's fucking allowed. I feel. Like, I mean, dude. Like I feel like guys our age, and I, I don't know how old you guys are exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm 41. 22. <laughs> I thought you were 22. Yeah, well, you're, you're, but like, you're but like guys our age, like I, I feel like um, as time goes on, you become like more emotionally aware. Oh yeah, yeah especially yeah. if you have children. You, and especially when you get in therapy and you get treatment yeah. and you yeah. realize that you've been suppressing 20 yeah, years. You've been a bro. You've been a bro for 30 years. Shit. <laughs> yeah. And then you start peeling back the layers of the onion. And you realize like, Oh my gosh, dude, I have stuff I need to deal with. 100%. It humbles you. It does. And when you and when you get humble, you're like more open to the fact that other people are going to do their shit or that you might have a day and you might have you might have to just tell yourself, like, I know I'm in a shit place today. Yeah. I need to communicate with my loved ones. I need to tell my wife, hey, I'm having a bad day. I need to go to the gym. Don't today. Cross the fucking line I don't want to talk, <laughs> whatever. Or. Hey, I'm having a problem. I need, you know, usually I go to therapy every two weeks. I need to schedule one next week because yeah. I could tell, like you said, you're on this roller coaster. Yeah. And as we get older, we want to stop the severe. Yeah, the, the wide range. Uh, you want to bring that, wanna make you it, bring that like, range down. I want to know when yeah. I can bring yeah. that That's shit it. back That's to it. the median. Exactly. I want to bring the mic to Austin's mouth. Stop it. Now it's just getting open fucking it weird. <laughs> I just like put it over here and what's We're talking about like a really serious issue <laughs> and I know, also sodomizing yeah. Austin. Yes, also and like fucking my face. We're also talking about mental men's mental health men's is a very is a very serious thing, yeah, especially while you cop yeah. gobble a microphone. Yeah, and also so, Austin. So let's bring up gayness. While we're blowing mics, don't be afraid. Can you turn up the gayness? <laughs> gain heavy on the gain. Heavy on the gain. Heavy on the gain. Gain. Open your mouth. <laughs> Do you have to yawn anytime soon? <laughs> but I mean, I, 
I'm feeling so sleepy. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> to try to think. You so, start you know, like <laughs> sleepy ass music. Cut that part out. We'll fix that. Yeah. Yeah. We'll edit that later. Man, that's, that's, that'd be a great. We don't cut <laughs> nothing out in this show. I don't, I don't expect you to. Podcast no. you're not supposed to, I feel like. Hell no. Unless, I mean, somebody falls down on their face and embarrasses himself, I would cut that out. Yeah. I'm not trying I, to but, but like, I, I mean, I got, I got really in my feels about stuff and I got angry and I let myself feel the anger and I let myself deliver the anger in the way I wanted to. And I, and I was like, you know, I'm going to use this and I'm going to channel it and I'm going to push myself in the studio to do things vocally that I've never done before. That's the processing. And, and, and it's healthy you know? to do it yeah. that way. And we all feel it. How do you process it? Exactly. Apparently through a studio. And, yeah. and I think what you we know, were, yeah. even though what we touched on at first, circle back after all the jokes, but like a first thing is to acknowledge that it's okay, like to have that day. Like yeah, it's man. okay to feel we shitty. All do it, man. It's okay to like, I think in a lot of getting past that shit is acknowledging that. Man, hey, today's fucked up, man. Let's reset this shit tomorrow. Maybe we can get out of better tomorrow. <laughs> and I and it's I think I'm okay. Yeah. It's like yeah. I know I know that today. I want to kill everyone. Yeah. And I know I'm in Hulk mode. Yeah. And I know I need to take my meds. And I know that I need to stay on the fucking rails today, even though I want to Hulk smash the world. But that's what this song is about. And it's like, you think you have me down. You think you have me in a position where you want me to live the life that you want me to live. But I'm still going to live the life I want to live. Every day. And I'm going to ram it down your throat whether you fucking like it or Every not. Day. And that's what that song is about. Because this is my life. Exactly. This ain't nothing it's to like, do with you. My art has yeah. nothing to do with you. Whether you like it or not, yeah. this next video is going to come out. There's gonna, I'm going to be covered. Does in, that come, the video come out on It Friday comes out well? Thursday night. Let's Thursday go shoot night. guns sometime, man. We will. Hell. I Let's have a 9 millimeter and a shoddy. I, got I a have an AK-47. Let's go. Dude, I got like 30-30s and shit. Dude, like I, got like, yeah, I got love guns, shooting man. AKs. All right, all right, so we should so. All right, this is an Aaron Austin like live on, on location. location kind of blowing shit yes. up. We'll get some, tanner, we'll get some tanner right out. We'll get some yeah. tanner right out there and blow oh, some yeah. shit up. We have TikToks for days. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Talking about promotion. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All of us. Does anybody got some land we can yeah. blow some shit up on? Let us know. I got a microwave we can blow up right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If oh, got, I hate my car, actually. I, I hate my car. I do want to blow that up. I do want to touch on this, especially when we're in on the mental health aspect, especially for guys our age and anybody that's even dealing with uh, any of that. How has um, being involved in combat sports and mixed martial arts and Brazilian jiu-jitsu helped you with that? Because I have a lot of people that love it if, as far as for that Dude, aspect it, of it. it. Like my hairs are standing up when you ask that question because yes. it, like, it saved my life. Like I, I was a 28-year-old, 29-year-old man. And, and now that I look at it and now that I've been in therapy and I've been in treatment and I've, I have a mood disorder, I get super depressed. I get super anxious. I have really low lows, like really gotcha. dark shit. And it's really hard. And I you just it, turn on yourself. Type shit. I, it, it, I turn on, I turn on the world. Really? It becomes yeah. hopeless. Every, I wake up in the morning and even though I have a job, a beautiful wife, beautiful children, food on my table a job that pays me a you band, don't see that a band that i love me I'm success a lot of people that training love me too. with people a lot of people that love me i wake up in the morning and i feel sometimes i feel like like my disorder is like sometimes i feel like i'm just a piece of shit and it's, it's fucking all hopeless it's all fucking and the fake. best thing to do is end it it's like oh, ultimate and, 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 and not not even saying like 
suicidal, but may like, but you, you sit there and you wake up in the morning, your alarm goes off. And the first thing you think about is like, I don't want to do this anymore. It's like not, not go to work, not any of that, but like, I don't want to live today. Really? And it's a, it's, you know, I have a mood disorder where my brain doesn't produce serotonin the same way. Like other people's does when something happy happens, when your kid gets a promotion in jujitsu or your wife gets a promotion at her job or something like that, like you should be happy about that. And for me, sometimes it's hard for me to be happy about that. It's hard for you to feel that. Yes. And my, and my, and my wife, is, is it just? I mean, you feel gotta feel saint. You gotta have mm-hmm. living feel, with me because I got she's, one. I got one of them, she has man. supported me, a significant other that supports you and loves mm-hmm. you and loves you for who you are and and understands your problems and all that type of stuff. Is like, I'm not a religious man at all. I don't believe in much, but like, that is a gift from the universe that that woman still wants to be with me well, or whatever. Right. Yeah, yeah. And, and, but the martial arts changed my life. I was a 29 year old man. I didn't understand my my aggression. I didn't understand my rage. I didn't understand anything like that. And you go on the mats and you Channel. train with someone that Channel. smashes you for, we, for years. And it's like, and you, and, and like, I here I am. I'm 41 years old now. Like I'm one of the OGs now at the gym, where I used to be like this little kid that people used to just bully around and beat up. But when they they get done beating you up and then they pick you up and then they hug you and they tell yeah. you they love you. Hey, that was really good. Exactly. What, what belt are you on? I'm a brown belt in jujitsu. Nice. I'm That's like awesome. maybe I would say if things are go the same as they have been now, like I would say maybe in the next two years, I'll get my black belt. What, what gym do you practice out of? Fox Fitness. BJJ. Oh, I've heard that's, I've heard that's a great gym. That is a. That's the one I was told to go to. If dude, I ever that to. is a family. When uh, when my wife and I were, <clears throat> we had we have twins, but they were born prematurely. My wife is a very oh, wow. petite woman, and I'm a big guy. I'm six three, you know. And uh, but she got pregnant with the twins, and they were born at 29 weeks. So they were both like three pounds when they were born. Oh wow! Oh wow! And I was I was going to work, working 55 hours a week, driving straight to the hospital see the babies when they kicked us out i'd go home and sleep i'd go back to work i would go back to yeah, the that's fucking an hospital the and, cycle yeah. and i did that for you know seven or eight weeks and during that time without asking them the people from our gym would we they would show up at our house with trays of lasagna that community is amazing salads that kind of, it's like dude me and you have beat the brakes off each other in training but if yeah. it comes down to where you need to move a couch quick yeah, you've earned the respect that, there's nothing like that. that. You're that, right. That community yeah. of sport is happens even in football and baseball. That community you really understands when you each sweat other. and blood yeah. and bleed with a man. You, there's yes. a, I'm sure it happens in war, and I'm not going to pretend like I know what that's about. But the closest I've ever got is to playing sports. Oh. Is and it's when you're in the trenches with somebody, it's a bond. You, you, you develop. Learn you learn a lot about yourself. Yeah. You learn a lot about yourself, and you learn a lot about the other person that you you're do. training with. You really do. And now, as I get older. And I developed my skills. And like I was, dude, I when I was 38, I was like, I want to take some smoker fights. Like I want to go fight. And I some, got a buddy doing that. Like I want to go do some smokers. And well, I want like and, and, and like, like a tournament. Going to do it. And you know, like I'm friends with Dave Rickles, who does the EFC events at the casino and shit. And I'm like, put me on a fight. 
Yeah. Wouldn't that be great for my music to promote? All day. I'm fighting. You can walk out. You can walk out. Your, your own music. Your own song. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I'd lay this whole world to waste. That would be awesome. Do you have a question about it? And then I'd probably get knocked out. What are you gonna do? A, are you trying? My dream. You're trying to do an MMA smoker? Uh, uh, yeah, MMA oh. or MMA or kick, I, like you, I would prefer MMA because there's grappling involved. Yeah, so you can use your and so I can use yeah. my jujitsu. Why don't you just right, do right, a jujitsu right. tournament where you can just use your jujitsu? I've done one. that a lot. How and you, I, how's that went for you? I I have this itch to, to punch somebody to in the face. satiate the. I want it to be a real fight. Have you yeah. have you trained in in striking and stuff? Yes, yeah, a I, lot. How for long like have you been eight years? For like eight years? Yeah. So I at Fox Sports as well too. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I know they do everything. There. Cody Carrillo is the striking, the main striking coach at Fox, and he was the guy in the gesture video. And I did a highlight on him because he was in a very serious car accident with his girl at the oh, time, Jesus and she was killed sure. in the accident. Oh, Jesus! And he had like a hella inspiring story. And we did the gesture video, but that guy has taught me, like, he's teaching me how to strike, you know, like throw punches to hurt people and stuff. Yeah. But he's teaching me to be like a better man, like a nice guy. I like, would say that. I would person. say that goes through with a lot have of the weapons. Sports. Don't necessarily have to use never. It, it makes good people. Man. I it hope really I helps. never use it. Mark, it helps that's people the with their beauty. aggression. It helps the people with their aggression. And this stuff. is what I'm hoping for my son. You know. And, uh, oh, it might be great for your son. Combat sports well, might be great man, for your son. So I tried to get him in jiu-jitsu, and once it got hard, he quit. Yeah, a lot of kids will quit. But, Sometimes you just got to push but him But he's a, a foster bit. kid, you know, and, he's, yeah. and he, he's, he doesn't know what his next day looks like. Right. You know, and, and it's hard. Hey, that's something so that's... He's, yeah, he's unsure. Yeah, he's unsure. He doesn't know. You know, so he's like, I don't really want to well, get everybody into this in his life has abandoned him. He's not thing. sure. Yeah, yeah. He's I don't gonna, know if I want to get into this crazy involved shit if... Dude, it's like Not it's that. like I, I like there the, when I a, after after Kenny was killed, I I hit rock bottom. You yeah, know, real, you and real, a lot of others, a lot of people real bad last year. He was one of my best friends. He gave me all kinds of advice since I started in 2017 as a solo yeah. artist from the Americana acoustic scene all the way up through you know before before the accident he would send me messages and be like, man, I'm going to get to a point where I can't even book you now, you motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and well, it ha it's happened to him. And he would, and <laughs> yeah. he would say that stuff to me. And I knew that he had Cody Jinx and I knew that he had yeah. Whitey Morgan. And the fact that he looked at me that way, like I, you know, gave you some validation and, and some confidence. And, and, I mean, that's, it, it just, it just motivated me to make him proud. You know, whether, whether he's, you know, he wasn't around now and it's, it's, uh, I, I don't know where I'm going with it because I'm no, I, super I, emotional. Yeah, but you're, it, my it, train yeah, what I'm a, trying not to like you're still on film. It, well, it's still good to see that you're pushing to validate his respect because no matter what, even if he's here or not and rest in peace to Kenny Ballinger, a great dude in the music scene here in town, Absolutely. if you don't know about him, I'm sad. He was really a hell of a guy. The, the thing is, is like his, um, bar still s survives. So like his, and he, you know and what he, I mean? Uh, like yes. that still and, lives. And, and I always thought like when he was booking fucking Cody Jinx at Lizard Lounge, right? He would send me a message and be like, "Dusty, I know you work at five a.m. tomorrow, but you like, need to you come, come to the Lizard show. Lounge because Cody mm -hmm. Jinx is playing. The guy's gonna be big, man. Yeah, the guy's gonna be. And big. I didn't. 
because I had to work at 5 a.m. Yeah, yeah. and I still do. Yeah. And I, but now I'm like, man, I feel guilty. I should have gone knowing what time yeah. I had with him, knowing that I could have had more time, Hindsight, bro. knowing that I could have had more time, knowing that I could have. And then to see that, like his vision Go translated through. to us. It came around. Bro. And he's like, man, Catlett told me about the doctor show. I'm going to be pissed at you when I can't book you, but I'm fucking glad. That sounds like that was yeah, really a pretty he, good Kenny impression. He used to tell me those things all the time. And he was such a fucking sweetheart as a, as, as so many people. Oh, he was, if you got past the, got past the, dude, the front. I can were, remember all the guys. I can wrong. remember, I can remember when we were playing at the lizard lounge in my metalcore band and like the guys from the gym would come and I'd be like, there's a guy there with a huge beard, super cool guy, whatever. And he like he got along with everybody. And I was like, Kenny, you don't have to worry about security tonight. All these guys with cauliflower. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got it. You no know worries. what I mean? And, and and I just like he was a person when I first started making music in this scene that he was the first person in this city to believe in my music. There's a lot of people. When it was that. like 2000, I don't know. I don't know what the year was. It was probably 2014. Yeah, and who cares? 2013, we don't need 2012, whatever. Like, he believed in my band at that time when we were freaking in our infancy and we had no idea about promotion. And then it evolved over years and years and years. And I listened to him, and he mentored me pretty much through the whole thing. <laughs> One of my he favorite did, he things did about Kenny, cared. Yeah. I will always remember him being in Brad Hagler's garage and saying, brother, my platform is your platform. That's how he felt about it. And I, I feel the same way. I mean, I've, I mean, I try to carry on. We, like I said, he's set on that bar. Right, yeah. We have to get off the kidding subject. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So, yeah. Let's get. Yeah, let's move. Let's move on. We're at the point. <laughs> it's hard not to yeah, talk no. about it. I know. Yeah. And we all knew. And we've all had him flush today. I want you to tell me about a. How, how people can find you and your music and what's uh, the, the best way to find me is um, unfortunately Facebook. I, I, I seem to have the most traction there. I don't know why, um, but Facebook, TikTok, Twitter. Uh, it's it's um, all of these platforms. Is it Dusty Grant? At Dusty Grant. At Dusty Grant on all these platforms. And Spotify has been a pretty big push for you, right? So, yeah. like, I know Oceans did really fucking well on Spotify. We're approaching 95,000 on Spotify. What a fucking number, dude. What and is? I, yeah, Spanish, yeah. baby. That's fucking awesome. Fucking and I, huge, and I, you know, I... I I, I just want to give you a big hug. I work no. with. I want to give no. you a big hug too because <laughs> I, know. I feel the same way you feel. Yeah, I know, right? And, but I, but I, but I, I push that. You know, the like I know you guys talk to Jason about oceans too, mm -hmm. yeah. and I went to his house and he showed me that music, and he's like, "Do you have anything that might work for this?" And I have like, "Yes, I have an entire song that works for this," and we tracked a demo. And we sent it to a fucking billboard charting producer. And he was like, yeah, I'm not going to change anything on this. You guys should just come in and track it. Well, fuck and, yeah. And that's we, a compliment and, and a half. That's, yeah. It is a compliment mm -hmm. and a half. Like the, the Chris Dawson, who produces my music and records my music, is a instrumental part of this project. Like he is a he's an absolute beast in the industry, but he still works with me. 
That's nice. When this they say loyal. little Wichita guy that that has a What's fucking Chris Dawson. You're a Cheers. big Wichita guy. Yeah, you're, you're not you, a big Wichita. Yeah, yeah. yeah come on, oh, yeah. you got a name around here. I don't feel late, that way. Yeah. I, I, I don't. I, we'll I, I don't little, feel we'll that we'll way. Since you, I love so your you humbleness, but you are that. You are that. I'll say that so you don't have to. You you are somebody. Sometimes sometimes I get. You know, I've I've had some people say some fucking shit that ain't true, and I don't and I don't address That's it. That's always gonna happen. I'm not gonna address it. I'm not gonna waste my breath on negativity, and I'm not gonna waste my breath on the, the haters past. come. I'm gonna waste my get, breath man. on the. I'm gonna the waste haters my come, breath the on the get. future. Good, on what we're doing, on what you're doing, on with the your real, podcast, on what's really happening, what you're creating now. Yeah, what we're doing now, man. That's all we're worried right. about. Let's push forward, baby. Like always, push forward. Oh, here we are again. Oh, Yon. Yon. <laughs> We're getting too emotional. Let's do a dick sucking joke. Yeah, yeah, that's right. We can always that. we can always parlay into a dick sucking joke or a fart joke. And I mean, everyone will always yeah. laugh. We'll lighten the mood a little bit. Sorry, sorry, man. So you can so where is the best place to get your music for you? It more if I want to listen to is Spotify the best place for you to help you out? Probably, probably right now. Is. Yeah. Probably Spotify. Wherever you're getting the most numbers, I always say is where Spotify you should push them to. YouTube. Yeah. Where do you get paid more? YouTube. Um, one. YouTube, YouTube. No, I can't monetize on YouTube yet you because have I have do so many not have enough watch hours. Really? really? Is that I have, right? I have the subscribers. Oh, see? I have everything and they're like, See, we have the opposite. <laughs> you have this many. We got like, the watch you hours. have this many watch hours. But you have everything else, but you need the watch hours. That kind of well, makes sense because well, we have a podcast that's an hour shot. Right. And, and my videos like are four minutes. Four minutes. Ah, yeah, so, boom, boom, boom. Makes see, sense. Yeah. see, we have a ton uh, of watch hours, but so few subscribers need, and other I need to get hundreds of thousands of people to watch my videos. How, how can we And train? I know how. And now I'm going to do it with I think I'm shit. okay. Oh, the phone, bank, the phone bank? I learned something. Did I've been learn doing a ton of research and I've been working for these big bands that are crushing and doing like top 40 radio shit and I'm going to do it for my stuff. Okay, we'll talk about this. Let's talk about this off air. No no politics, no nothing. I'm just going to push it out. Don't give away the secrets. Because I'm I'm not giving away any secrets. It's like, but you got to push it. Yeah. You got to push. Well, it's all hustle. I'm not going to lie. I've heard from a lot of bands and a lot of people in promotion, like way up the line, what they do is these phone banks. Like you buy a bunch of old phones and have them constantly ah, watching your shit. That's bullshit, man. That's bullshit. See, fuck all that. Right. I don't want to do that shit. Do you want to like, do that? Dude, I don't want to no, fucking do no, that. No, no, no. I hate competing with that shit because that's bullshit. It's not real. It's not real. It ain't real. It's it not ain't real. Dude, there are guys out but there. But you are competing with that. It's the problem. There are yeah. guys out there now. The there are guys out there now in the music industry that are preying upon independent artists that don't have any fucking money. Right? Yeah. There's guys out there that are preying on them and saying, hey, right. send me this money. I will get you on these playlists. I feel like we had to get rid of one of them in our own team. And so <laughs> yeah. they do that. And so the bands pay and they get them on these playlists and their streams go way up. Super fucking high. And it's superficial. Sky high. Fake. And then it's when they high. stop paying the guy. Boom. Yeah, it's superficial. Not just that, but even if you build that way, how do you have a live show with no one showing up because it's all bots that watch right. it? You don't no one coming to your show. Great, no fact fact show. Great point, bad text no me. Yeah, you're right. The fact, I mean, the fact of the matter is, no you, you don't build that. That is way. a great point, though, John. I mean, honestly, if you have a bunch of fake subscribers yeah. with hundreds of thousands of likes, who's I mean, coming to your show? Not a fucking soul. Well, you can bring the phone back, I guess. Fake ass motherfucker. But here we are. We're rolling up on our time here. So, anywhere you can find Dusty Grant stuff. Let's, 
you Spotify, we're an hour. Yeah, yeah. We're, yeah. Already yeah. I thought we were just getting warmed up. I know, right? I could go for like two more hours. We need to get you on for another couple shows. I'd probably now. be divorced. But <laughs> all right. Yeah. Well, like I said, our guests are going to go to the Cowboy Inn after this. Yeah, we are. Come you are the Gun Withers. Well, I invited him already, but he's got he's got family shit he's got to do. I appreciate I appreciate you. Stop it! Stop! Stop! It's too. I'm helping you. Are you tired? Are you tired? You guys, are you tired yet, man? Are you tired? It's getting a little warm in your mouth. Would you like a warm glass? I'm helping you. You like a sustained period of time. You bring me in a warm glass. Open your mouth for a sustained period of time. Here's a warm glass of milk. All right. But uh, so get with Dusty Grant, especially watch, listen and uh, watch all his uh, videos and. Uh, and music on Spotify. Guys, he has YouTube. an all-star band. I mean, he really does. Juana, Shane, um, I got luck. Jason, Cal- oh, holy shit! Yeah, I mean, a bunch I of got luck. Yeah, and, and they got band. lucky to be with you too, man. I'm gonna turn it around on you. I know you don't hear it as much. I know you're gonna always be the artist and be heavy on yourself, man. They're lucky to be with you too. You're worth working with. Your music is no, your music amazing. is expiring. Thank you, man. You're, you're, ins- you're a very inspiring dude. Thank you very uh, much. And I'll give you as much validation as my name is worth. I think you're awesome, dude, man. I really and appreciate I really appreciate that. you doing this, man. Really awesome shoemate stamp of approval. Yeah, I mean, it's for so as much, much as that's worth. That means a lot to me, it means, honestly. It means and a lot to me. Too. AU, someone, AU is gold, actually. That's It is gold. It's also oh, astronomical There's a periodic table of elements. There is a whole thing. The gold stamp of approval. gold standard. Now you're the gold standard. Well, yeah, and look out for this podcast I can't wait to get it out and we'll do many more with you man you're a guest I can come back a hundred times I'd love to so I'm glad you I'm glad you came out man I'm ready cheers thank you guys love you guys Jameson motherfucker roll that beat footage play that fucking don't fuck it up John podcast